Justin Ferguson joining us. Justin, it's been a couple weeks since we've had you on. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are y'all? Doing great. Are you uh, you getting the Christmas shopping done, or you you haven't started yet? Uh, I'm not completely done yet. I've gotten I've gotten some done. Not not totally done though. Do you got, got time. You got the important gifts out of the way though. Um, I don't know. I don't know if the most important ones are taken care of yet. Okay, well, there's still time. Nineteen days. Yeah, yeah, I got time. Uh, so, Justin, we've, we haven't had you on in a couple weeks. Uh, a lot has happened in the Auburn sports world. Uh, Auburn basketball continues to roll along. Auburn football has hired a new football coach. What has been your thoughts on uh, the, the transition since Auburn has hired Hugh Freeze? Yeah, I mean, I think, I, I think Hugh Freeze is going to be set up to do some things a lot better early on than Brian Harson did. I think part of it is... You know, recruiting uh, being the way it is, uh, you know, I, I think I think Q Freeze has got a better personality and a better approach to recruiting, especially in the SEC, than Harson did. You know, Harson came in and, and you know there were still COVID restrictions and, and and whatnot, but just never really seemed to get off the ground there for with, when it came to him and, and his recruiting. Um, I think Freeze is in a much better position to take advantage of that. I think with the transfer portal being what it is right now. Um, and, and you know the the, the condensed window of, of opportunity and movement. Um, you know, I think I think that's going to help out as well because you can go ahead and you know, get a lot of work done right now. Um, so, you know, I think this transition is going to be a lot better than it was the last go around uh, from a football sense because you know I, I just think Hugh Freeze has done this before um, in, in this league, and I do think he has. You know, the personality when it comes to recruiting and, and just the connections he can make with people on the trail, him and his staff, I think, they, I think you know, they're just in a much better spot to, to do it than what they had. So, um, you know, that, that, that'll help Auburn out a lot. Uh, you, you mentioned briefly there the staff. What are your thoughts on the staff? We saw uh, Wesley McGriff getting uh, hired today by this Auburn football staff. And we, we mentioned on the show earlier that you're putting a lot of defensive coaches onto the staff without a defensive coordinator. What, what's your thoughts so far with this uh, with the building of this uh, staff for Hugh Freeze? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what they end up doing on the defensive side of the ball, um, you know, with their coordinators. You know, if, if it's Zach Etheridge and, and uh, Christian Robinson and, um, you know, staying, staying back on, on defense for Auburn, they've got a defensive line coach uh, from Liberty who was hired last week, Weston McGriff coming in. So you look at that last coordinator, so you get that coordinator spot and just like, okay, what, what do they do? What, what does that look like? Um, who who could they bring in? And it's going to be interesting. I know they had had some uh, they had some you know there was some talk about some guys who were in the NFL, including uh, Chris Kiffin, uh, who obviously Hugh Freeze has a, has a, a past connection to. There's been talk about Travis Williams uh, coming over, you know, coming back home and and then doing that from his you know, two two seasons at UCF as their defensive coordinator. Um, we'll see. I mean, we will see what it ends up doing. I would be surprised if it's somebody who doesn't have some sort of connection with uh, Hugh Freeze or with Auburn, uh, just because that just kind of seems to be the track that they're going on at the moment. But defensive side looking pretty set. Offensive side, got an offensive line coach. Uh, you got a running backs coach. There's still a lot up in the air, quarterbacks, wide receivers, tight ends. I guess you, you'd have a tight ends coach as well, or at least reportedly do. So you know, there's there's a little bit of wiggle room that left there, um, and I, I think uh, the interesting thing is, it's just you're you're going out and doing a lot of recruiting 
on top of trying to put a staff together at the same time. So um, it's not like, you know, it's not like you can focus totally on one thing right now, which I think might explain some of, of the delay or maybe a little bit of the, of the um, you know, the, the lagging in the process of having all these people names. Uh, but, you know, I, I do think they're going to be fine uh, when it comes to the coordinator spots. Ferg, you've got your uh, your Auburn roster tracker up on your uh, website right now. I uh, want to shout that out real quick. Uh, but looking at that, what do you think are some of the biggest areas of need that Auburn is going to go after in this transfer portal cycle? Uh, it's got to be offensive line first and foremost. Uh, you don't really have a tackle with any sort of college experience on your roster right now. And so you need to go get guys who have done it before. Um, to help you out. I mean, you, you could move a guard out to tackle who's played there before, and they've got a few guys on the interior um, that have that have experience. But, I mean, you just don't have any, like, clear-cut tackles at this point. Um, it's just a lot of interior guys. So it's got to be offensive line first and foremost. You're not going to be able to go in and sign a brand-new offensive line. Just go ahead and get that out of your head if, if you're thinking about that, Auburn fans, because everybody wants offensive linemen. And there's all there's only so many quality guys that that get out there because most of the time off of the line who play, uh, a lot of them don't really move a, a lot because it is such a position built on development and and just time years you know of, of, of progress there. So you know you may be able to get a couple, maybe three you know uh, offensive linemen you can kind of turn to, but I don't don't expect Auburn to go in and just get go clean slate here with their offensive line. It's just, that's just not how recruiting works in the portal. I think Auburn would be good to go out and get two or three guys. They need to do that first and foremost. Need some help at the edge rusher. Uh, we'll see what they end up doing with this new defensive staff in terms of scheme and philosophy. Like, you know, are they outside linebackers? Are they going to be more defensive ends? Like, what does that look like? Um, you know, but they need guys who can just, whether they put their hand in the dirt or not, they need guys who can come off the edge and rush faster. No more Derek Hall, no more Colby Wood, no more Echo Leota. Really, Dylan Brooks is all you got uh, coming back on this team as an edge rusher. So you need to get more guys in who can get after the quarterback uh, and who can set the edge in the running game. So those are your two highest priorities. And then pretty much everywhere else on the field, you can find like a reason to go get somebody, at least one person, whether it's someone who can come in and immediately start um, you know, at several different positions or compete for a starting job to be like a number one receiver or to be a top inside linebacker or, you know, a new corner or something like that. You can see all that. Or if it's just getting guys in the portal who will give you depth and give you competition and kind of backfill in some of these areas you missed out on recently, that's what they got to do. And then I guess, you know, haven't mentioned back yet, Jack Alzada in the portal. Um, a lot of people expect to get Finley to follow him at some point. You know, you've got you've got two quarterbacks on your roster right now. You got Keon Jenkins as well, that committed um, to the Miami uh, guy who committed during the interim period. But you probably need more, uh, and so it'll be very interesting to see what Auburn does in the transfer portal when it comes to quarterback. If they go get one of these big name guys, or try to get one of these big name guys that are already in the portal, or do they go and get guys like Zach Calzada or Riley Ashford or, or TJ Finley in the in, in the last couple of cycles and say, okay. I'm going to get you know, get somebody who can compete, who may still have some uh, several years left of eligibility, and can kind of build it up that way. So, it'll be very interesting to see what kind of philosophy they take with quarterbacks, because I think they're going to have to get at least one. 
Justin, I want to stick on that quarterback situation uh, right now. Like you said, Zach Calzada entered the transfer portal yesterday, and you said TJ Finley likely heading that way too. Uh, so you got Robbie Ashford, you got Holden Gurner, you've got uh, you know quarterbacks coming in with uh, with the high school ranks, but. When you mentioned going out and potentially getting one of these big name guys, there's a lot of them out there. We just saw the Oklahoma State quarterback jump into the portal just you know literally 30 minutes ago. He they announced that he was in the portal as well. Do you think that Hugh Freeze and this offensive staff would be willing to go and get one of these big names to try to help coax other players out of the portal to come here to Auburn? Maybe I mean if you, if there is a guy like that, I mean no disrespect to any of the guys who are in the portal at the moment, but it's not like there's a Caleb Williams, right? You know, last year that was the big one that everybody went out to go get. Like you were like, all right, if if you can go get Caleb Williams, a lot of people are going to want to come play with Caleb Williams. Don't really see that. I did. There's some really solid quarterbacks, like good quarterbacks, like Devin Leary's in the in the portal. You mentioned Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State. Like there's some good quarterbacks, but like I don't know if it's necessarily the one where it's like. You know, you get that guy, and everybody's going to be like, oh, we want to play with him. You know, I, I don't know if there is one of those guys at this point. I think there's a lot of solid, like, you know, average to good college quarterbacks that are in the portal right now. And those guys could end up being starters at Auburn, but I don't know if it's necessarily the kind of blockbuster name where you're here to be like, all right, everybody's going to want to fall. And now that can change as time goes on and, and guys move around. But um, yeah, I mean, I think. The bigger name guys that are in the portal right now are guys that you could see coming in and competing for the job and then helping push Robbie Ashford and helping push the rest of the guys in the room, best man one kind of approach. I think that's probably more of the caliber you're looking at in the quarterback room right now. If somebody surprises and, and jumps into the portal that we don't see coming, maybe it's different. But like Devin Leary, you know, DJ Leonele, you got Spencer Sanders, guys like that. Like that, that that's kind of like a, a bunch of guys who are like, okay. Those are good quarterbacks, so they can be good quarterbacks, but, you know, they're not, like, you know, changing the face of the program and, and you know, start talking about them potentially being Heisman winners or stuff like that. Ferg, let's, uh, I want to shift our attention over to basketball, and the guy I want to talk about is Alan Flanagan. He didn't have the season he wanted to last year. That's well documented uh, coming off of that injury, but he seems to be back on track so far this season. What are your thoughts on him in the early going? I, Alan Flanagan is playing the best basketball he's played since he came back from his injury, and it's been sustained, right? You know, he's had several good games in a row. I thought his game against Colgate was the best game he's played since he came back from his from his injury. Um, you know, best game he's had since his sophomore year statistically. It's just he's rebounding the ball really well. You, you know he's always going to bring in good perimeter defense. He's very physical, and he's built for these games where he can get to the basket. But he's shooting the ball really well right now. Uh, he is, uh, he, he's got one of the best three point marks on the team. Uh, he's doing a great job in spot up situations. Um, statistically, he's, he's hitting, he's hitting a lot of shots off the catch. Um, and, and you know, he, he's still providing a lot of that just, just set steady, strong defensive rebounding that you know that Bruce Brown loves to have. But uh, he's gotten a lot more confidence with his jumper. Uh, he's moving the ball. He's moving a lot better. He's, he's, you know, the a- athletically, he's, he's back closer to what he was. Uh, before that Achilles injury, uh, but yeah, I think the big difference for him is man, he's he's starting to really shoot the ball now. I'm not you know going to sit here and call him you know a sharpshooter or anything like that, or you know one of the best shooters in the SEC or anything. But like right now, he's done a really good job. Uh, and you know if you can if you can bring good shooting with the rest of they bring to the table, I mean, you've got a guy who you know can can impact the game every single time he steps out on the floor. 
Justin Ferguson is joining us on the Auburn Bank phone line from the Auburn Observer. Justin, we, we opened the, the, the interview asking you about your Christmas shopping. I want you to now turn that around and convince folks why they should subscribe to the Auburn Observer and why that would make a perfect Christmas gift for the Auburn fan in their lives. Yeah, I mean, if, if you've got an Auburn fan uh, who, you know, loves uh, Auburn football and Auburn basketball and, you know, likes you know, reading all, all the fine details and getting inside like X's and O's or numbers or, um, you know, just just uh, just a different, you know, different kind of look at, at, at the teams that they love. That's what we do at the Observer. You know, we're we don't we don't cover uh, recruiting or um, you know the, the you know the ins and outs of the everyday news the same way everybody else does. A because everybody else does an excellent job and you should still subscribe to them for sure. But B we try to give something different for everybody else. Um, so you know if it's if it's X's and O's or stats or um, analysis, it's just a ton of that. You know, so uh, if you want um, to give. That, the Auburn fan in your life, that go to auburnobserver.com slash gift. You can give a gift subscription. You can do a month for $6 or you can do a full year for $60. Um, so you get a couple months free with that. And everything we do gets emailed out. So as soon as we put up a newsletter, as soon as we put up a podcast, uh, it goes straight to your email inbox so you can read or listen on your own time. And it's the easiest thing to do. All you got to do is have their email address. You can give it to them. And then the other cool thing that we've got on the side for that is say you want to give that gift, but you want to give it to them on Christmas Day or you want to give it to them at a Christmas party or, you know, a certain specific time. When you buy a gift subscription, you can set that time when the subscription goes active. When that time hits, they get an email, boom, it's in. So all you got to do is you pay, you have their email and you pay, they're in, and you can set whatever time you want it to be. So. Um, it's 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 an easy way to uh, give the Auburn fan in your life just something different uh, if, if they really really enjoy Auburn football and Auburn basketball and they like you know I mean we we write for the ones for those of you out here the real freaks about it like just really getting into the get into the nuts and bolts of what's going on so uh, that's us uh, check it out. Awesome. That is Justin Ferguson. Justin, you do a lot of great coverage with Auburn basketball. Are you going to be uh, heading to Holiday Hoops Giving in Atlanta this weekend for coverage? I will be. I will be in Atlanta this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. That was a you know wild game last year. Auburn just kind of lit up uh, Nebraska. Uh, Memphis is going to be a much tougher test. Um, should be a fun game. Looking forward to it. Seeing them in the NBA venue is going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, I'll be there. And then next Wednesday night, they play against Georgia State at home. And then I am actually going on their West Coast uh, tour uh, in a couple of weeks uh, when they go play USC a week from Sunday. And then they play Washington a few days later. So I'm going to be there for those games as well. So a whole lot of Auburn basketball stuff coming to the Observer. And I uh, will be right there during the middle of all of it. Make sure you follow him on Twitter for all that live coverage at AU. Justin, thank you so much for the time. We will get you back on here uh, sooner than we did this last time. <laughs> no, y'all are good, and uh, it's a really good interview. Y'all should have JJ not on more often. <laughs> <laughs> we, we try, and he just sometimes fights his way into the studio. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you keep it up. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time today, Justin. We'll talk to you soon.